Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview, callmeadam.com. Hey everyone, I'm back in the closet where I conduct all of my podcast and video interviews. And today I am so excited to be talking with Tony Award winner, Marissa Jared Winoker who won the coveted award for her starring role in Hairspray on Broadway. Since then, Marissa has gone on to be in numerous television shows, including American Dad, Melissa and Joey, What We Do in the Shadows, Bupkith, and winning Celebrity Big Brother. Now Marissa is coming back to New York City as a special guest star in the new off-Broadway rock musical, Exorcistic. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Adam Rothenberg, and for the past 14 years, I have been going behind the scenes with celebrities from the world of film, television, theater, and music. With over 1,500 interviews under my belt, I get my guests to pull back the curtain on their lives and careers. So without further ado, please welcome Marissa Jared Winoker. Hi, Marissa. Hello. Good morning. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Thank you. Me too. Well, I want to like roll my chair into my closet. <laughs> There'll be no lighting. I was like, I could roll my rolly chair into the closet with you, but there's no lighting. So I'm not oh going to. That would be Lighting's so much more fun. important. Okay. I definitely understand about the lighting, though. Yeah. If it wasn't for this ring light, I don't know what would be what you would be seeing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have so much to talk about. And the first thing we need to talk about is the off-Broadway rock musical Exorcistic, which you are a guest star during the show's run. Now, what made you want to be part of this show? Oh, well, they've been doing it in Los Angeles. And so I'm bi-coastal, so I got to see it in Los Angeles. And also, um, Chad and Allie, who are the producers, directors, are really, really good friends of mine. So I always want to be in anything that they're doing, always. And so um, the music is fantastic. I will say... Chad and Allie, you know, forcing me to do it is one thing, but like the music is fantastic. You can hear it on Spotify before you even go, which I like to do because I love listening to, I love going to shows and hearing new music, but I like kind of knowing it a little, even with like Hamilton. I was like, I have to listen to it before I go or I won't know what they're saying. So um, I always suggest listen to it, the Spotify before you go, but that's really what made me want to do it. The music is so fantastic. And I'm glad to hear that the music is so, is so good and so exciting. And I know what I'll be doing after this interview on Spotify. No, you will. And I'm going to tell you something. Like, it has so many songs. Like, you know, you go to so many Broadway shows, and I've gone to so many Broadway shows recently, and and you leave, and you're like, oh, I don't even remember what. There's no, like, song until you go home and listen. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 I love that song. This song, get it out of your head. It just, like, you leave. And my even my husband, who's not a musical theater guy, was like singing one of the songs at me, like in bed, like laughing. He's like, oh my God, I like, he's like singing songs at me and I videotape them and send it to them being like, um, you got my husband. So I think that's such like, um, you know, such, it says so much about the music already, you know? Yes, yes, definitely living proof that the music is memorable. Now, you are a guest star during the show's run. So what is the rehearsal process like for you as a guest star? Um, it's like, here's music, here's words, and then we'll walk you through it. Have fun, kid. Honestly, um, I've, I've had the benefit of seeing it so many times because so many of my friends were involved in it in Los Angeles. So I got to see it so many times. So I know what it is. 
Um, but what I'm going to tell you is like, everybody does it differently. The part that I come in and do. So, you know, like I'll never sing it like Carly Gibson, Carly Gibson does it. And you can hear her on the soundtrack, her and, um, Gary Clayton both recorded the diva song, this song that I sing. So they both recorded it, obviously very different, but also very different than the way I would do it. I can't even believe Carly and I've ever played the same role in anything because she's such a rock star. Her voice is crazy. Same with Garrett, but um, it's so crazy. But I do, I definitely do it more like a Broadway person, which come on, it's on brand. I'm not going, you're not going to be surprised by anything I do. It's basically Tracy Turnblatt and exorcism. Like that's how I'm going to do it. That's, I mean, I don't know that's how I'm going to do it. That's what's in my imagination. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm hoping to rehearse before we go on, but yeah. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. I want to tell you a personal behind-the-curtain story that I may not have fully shared here. For the past two years, I have been part of an amazing community built for and by entrepreneurs called My Sexy Business. We have a wonderful weekly live streaming show called GME. Good morning, entrepreneurs. As an associate producer and roving reporter, I can easily say this show is for you, the entrepreneur who is in search of community and getting your questions answered. Our co-hosts and roving reporters share life experiences that will hopefully make you feel less alone on your entrepreneurial journey. We'd love for you to join us every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at MySexyBusiness.com. And now we're back. How do you prepare for a guest starring role as compared to being a full-time cast member? Oh, well, I mean, why I normally don't just bump into shows like this, like, um, because I am such a perfectionist. Like, I do, the, like, I pretty much, when I do a show, I'm like, once my show is locked, every single day, I'm going to flip my purse the same way. I'm going to stand the same way. I, like, am very, like, I like, I, I think that's why I thrive in theater, because it's very specific. I, I don't have to change. I love what I figure it out. And then it's like the first I do it like the first time for a hundred shows, you know? Um, so this, this is kind of like a dancing with the stars for me where I like literally go on and you're like, you've got two minutes, who knows what's going to happen. And my attitude is usually like, how am I going to fuck this one up? Because it's so terrifying to me. Um, part of doing shows like this with, with, with Chad and Ellie would be probably like the fear factor of it for me because it's so not a controlled atmosphere. I won't do it with the cast prior to doing it. I don't know if I even will do it with the band prior to doing it. So, and so it's fear factory. So like, that's kind of the thing that drives me. And I definitely go on my waves of like being like, this is too terrifying. I have no interest to being like, oh, come on, you only live once. Like it depends on the day if I'm going to show up, to be honest. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love... Who wakes up. <laughs> because, you know, there's something too about shows like this where you have... Like, I think I found my love for theater again by working with these guys. Um, I've done, like... I did, like, Winifred in, in, like, during Halloween. And then there was, like, a Stranger Thing production. I played Barb. And, you know, it's like... I think when we, when we work on Broadway, everything's so precious and important. And you're so, like... There's so many cooks in the kitchen before you even get on stage right and you kind of lose your like passion and love for just being like a fun musical theater kid does, does that make sense yes yes so these kind of shows when we're like 
putting them up and having fun with your friends. And like Emma Hunton is the star of this and she's, oh my God, your your brain will pop off your head. No one is more talented than Emma Hunton. Like you, I say that every time I see her in, in this, but you're like, oh, you're singing like you're never going to sing again. Like you're just singing for fun because you love it. And I think like when I started working with these guys on anything, I, I remembered like, oh yeah, like I don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be you could just have fun and, and and like the fact that people are videotaping and Instagramming. It was like when I first did Dancing with the Stars, I was like, oh my God, there's, because I did it so long ago now, you guys, I'm so freaking old. I did Dancing with the Stars like 15 years ago. But when I did it, it was like, I was like, oh my God, there's 25 million people watching this like two minute dance and they can rewind and press start and rewind and see it again, you know? Whereas I was like, oh my God. Then I went back and did Tracy to close the show in 2009. And I remember being like, oh my God, it's 1,200 people. You're worried against mine, baby. You're worried against mine. So like, but like when you go and do these things, like at the box, like people will videotape. So you're like, oh God, what if I'm horrible? So like, I have to get out of my own head, you know? Which is fun about seeing shows at the box because you can videotape and have fun and be there and selfies and, you know, all that shit. So yes, we definitely love the, the, smaller venues, the more intimate yeah. shows, and you could tell the fun that everybody's having when they're there. Because you wouldn't do it if you weren't doing it because you love it and it's for fun, right? Like, exactly. I wouldn't be there if I didn't if I didn't think that this music was so good and, and everybody on stage is so good and Emma's so good. You will lose your mind over Emma, regardless of who's in it. She's the whole show and she is so incredible, so incredible. Oh my gosh, I love the endorsement. Now the show is a parody within a parody. So the right. audience watches a struggling theater company make their way to Broadway. And the lead, which is played by Emma Hunton, she's taken to method acting and she takes that a step too far and is replaced with a Broadway star. So yeah. my question to you is, has there ever been a time in your career where you have replaced the star or have been replaced? Um. Well, an interesting fun story. I don't even ever talk about this, which is such a funny story, is that when my I got my equity card, and I think Sutton Foster did as well, in Greece back in, like, we did Greece like that. Remember, like, okay, kids, before a couple of Greece TV shows, a lot, there was a Greece with Rosie O'Donnell as the Rizzo. Yes, I saw that production. Okay. Well, I wasn't in, in that production. I was in, like, the first original, like, when we went, like, first national tour, like, and let me tell you something that was like, I was like, got my every car. I was like, I got a show jacket. It was the most exciting thing in my life. So I did the first national tour and me and Sutton Foster were both the ensemble together. So like I understudied Jan, she understudied Marty and Sandy. And then, so Sutton Foster and I then went to Broadway like a year, like I would say like 95, 96 ish. And I went, I went in 95. She came in 96, I think. I, I It's so long ago. You guys, I'm so old. But, and Sutton and I were both the understudies. So then, and then we both, and then eventually replaced the person playing the role. So I played Jan on Broadway for like, I want to say three years. So like, and then Sutton came in. It's just so crazy to be like, I always tell young kids, like, take the roles, take every roles, be the understudy because that's how you learn. And that's how we like both like learn. And then in 2003, no, 2002, she won her Tony for Millie. And then in 2003, I won my Tony for Hairspray, which was like, crazy for us you know oh my god that is an incredible story i know like both of us your understudies you know that cast was insane as was hairspray like 
Shoshana Bean, Jen Gambatis. These were like our, mm-hmm. our understudy ensemble girls. Like, are you kidding me? You know? Oh my gosh. It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible yeah. to see where people, how they got their start, where they started, and now all these years later, where everybody is. It's like, yeah. So exciting. Well, Matt Morrison, Matt Morrison in Hairspray, I mean, the legend goes, he was the understudy, and we went out to Seattle, and the guy playing Link left. And then Matt Morrison got bumped up and then John Hill came in and played Matt Morrison's part. Like it's always do the job, kids. Always do yeah. the job. <laughs> so now, since the show takes place during Halloween, I have to ask you a few Halloween-themed questions. Okay. So what are some of your favorite Halloween traditions? Um, shutting my gate, turning off my light, and pretending nobody's home. <laughs> that is my tradition. Um, One time back, I was doing stacked i don't know if anyone remembers that tv show with pamela anderson and i was so excited because my husband and i just got a house and i was like oh my god i'm gonna do halloween i was so excited and i got halloween candy and it's the same house i live in now and um and i got halloween candy and i was like yeah i'm giving out and everyone's like oh my god you're at that tv show and i was like oh my god i locked the door never <laughs> opened it again i was like oh no i'm just playing i'm just up as that girl which is really fun because i've now played enough characters that people like dress up as but like my latest one and what we do in the shadows, like I keep people keep sending me pictures that they're dressing up as Charmaine and Shawnee are the couple. And I'm like, that's like my I mean, Tracy Trevelyan, obviously, but like to have like a TV show character that's so like fun and just silly. But doing Charmaine and Shawnee is my favorite new like. So if you're doing it, send me the picture. I'll post it. Um, my yeah, my traditions are basically being, you know, Chad will make me go to Halloween Horror Nights and make me go through Chad's our director and producer makes me go through all the Halloween um, houses, which I do not like that much, but you can't tell him no, so you do it. Yeah. And it's how coming into the show, you're doing the show. Exorcism, no. I, I, I was actually supposed to do it in Los Angeles, and my dates ended up not working. I, I was actually, and unfortunately, had to had uh, a job come up, so I wasn't able to do it. So I'm excited to do it now. Well, we're definitely excited that you are yeah. coming to New York for it. And before I go on to the next question, I do have to ask you, what's your favorite Halloween candy? All of them. Like, literally. You know how many fun-sized candies you can eat at one time? Uh, that's yeah. the problem. I would, would, so once I had a kid, Halloween really started sucking for me because you have to, like, go trick-or-treating house to house, and there's, like, nothing, like, sorry, everybody, and, and my son, who will never watch this because he hates everything I do. I, he's turned 15, so I don't. I could literally say anything here, and he would not watch it because just my aura alone annoys him. But, but hello, 15. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like those fun sized candies, you know. But when you were a kid, you remember when you would go and like you would like find the one house. You'd be like, they're getting out real Hershey bars, and you'd be like, they've got the real size candy, not the fun size. But I like my favorites are all like sour patch, like. I'm with a sour, I'm a sour patch girl. Give me sour, give me sour gummies, give me sour anything. Mm. I mean, don't mail them to me because I won't eat them, but (laughs) (laughs) I've had that happen. I'm like, don't send me boxes of chocolate as much as I want to eat them. If I don't know you, I'm not eating them. (laughs) Wise choice. Wise choice. I will never forget. It is. It is. I'll never forget the house where I used to go trick-or-treating where my parents lived. And we went to this one house and he was kind of known as like the crazy neighbor on the block. Yeah, and he gave us the candy, and then he's like, "Just make sure you wrap, you check the wrapper because people put things in it." And then I was like, "And I think that year I didn't get to eat any of the Halloween candy because by the time I got home, I didn't remember which was the one he gave us and which one it wasn't." 
And I didn't know if he put anything in it. So yeah. yeah. But see, I also think that it's that all listen, of course, like, I think that all comes from like parents being like, let me check your candy because they really just want to eat your candy. Exactly. I mean, like, I, I was a cra- listen, I'm a crazy Jewish mother, like I'm a crazy Jewish mother. So I would do the thing where I would buy candy, put it in his bag. And it was like, and then I would take out any candy that wasn't the candy I bought him. So like, I was crazy. Like, I was like, and also he's alert. My son was allergic to nuts. So like, Halloween was always like, don't eat anything. You know, now I do that with drugs with him. I'm like, if you have any gummies, you know that they're going to be made with nuts. So you can't eat any like, don't have pot gummies because you don't know. Maybe there was a nut like flavoring they put in it. That good guy. That is, I was gonna say that is very, very smart. That's a good. That's a good mommy move. Figure out what they don't like and what they're allergic to, and tell them that. Parenting one hundred and one. Parenting one hundred and one. Lie to your child. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right, I'm gonna take um a little bit of a serious turn for a moment. Oh no. Yeah. Bump bump bump. So um, you are a cancer survivor. You had cervical cancer, and you you are a survivor of it. How do you feel your life has changed since since getting through it? And, you know, like, do you approach roles differently? Are you more selective in what you audition for? What has changed for you? Yeah, you know, actually, um, my cancer was so long ago for me now that, like, it really, you know, when you're going through something horrible and this, I think this anyone can relate to this. You're like, oh, my God, I'm never going to do that like when you're trying to be healthy and strong you're like i won't ever eat fast food again and i won't ever drink soda again and i'm oh my gosh i'm gonna take every moment i'm gonna wake up that like lasts for like five years and then you're like oh my god mcdonald's is delicious and i love diet coke right so like i definitely didn't i did for a while like take life so like i'm gonna conquer everything you know and 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 it happened fairly close to when i did hairspray so hairspray for me like was the was the moment of like I think I think that's why I appreciated it so much why literally they'd be like do you want to do the Thanksgiving Day Parade I was like yes do you want to you know I like I was at the opening of an envelope like during hairspray like I literally lit I lit the tree I did the parade I did Letterman I did I mean there was not a morning show I was like sure I'm on you know because I was so so grateful and like and I do I always like attribute the fact that because I had cancer right before hairspray, I was, I was so, I never got into like, oh my God, aren't I great? Look at this. Aren't we doing great? Like, I still was just like, I can't believe the show's still running. I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe I'm here. Like I had like so much more going on in my life that, which I do believe that like, I don't know if I would have been as good in the role without that, because I may, listen, I was like, I want to be a Broadway star. Blink, 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 blink my whole life. Like if you talk to people who didn't grease with me, which was before Hairspray, they were like, you sat in that dressing room, you put on your lipstick and you were like, I'm going to be a star, you know? And like, if that girl then was allowed to be like a star, she might've been crazy, right? Like I was definitely more appreciative and more um, excited and humbled by life and the experience. And then, you know, having a child was very difficult for me because of the cancer but then that happened and you know and I didn't talk about it a lot when I had it I didn't talk about it when I was doing hairspray and it really wasn't until I wanted to have a child that I was like oh shit that really sucked you know I was young enough to not care and to not know better I have a lot of friends now 
more than one that are dealing with breast cancer and are suffering and they have young children or they're young enough that they haven't started their lives yet. And I, and I, I think that that's so much harder because I was just like naive and dumb, you know, it's like, I didn't know better. I was like, oh, I can get through anything. Whereas if it, if it happened now, I would be much more scared and much more, um, feeling like the world's coming to an end. And at that moment in time, thankfully hairspray was like, I always say it was like the gift that like just kept giving, but also like made me survive. So hairspray's always meant so much more to me than people could even imagine. And it's not about the awards or the love of the show. It was more about like my life. Wow. Yeah. I, I never knew any of that. So thank you for sharing. Well, we are coming up to the end of the interview. So we're, Gonna end on a little bit more of a fun note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Go see the exorcism. It's really fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing, definitely, to go see it. And, and if I'm not, I will say, if I'm not in it, I will probably be there in the audience because I will probably be spending the most of the month, as much as I can be, at that theater at the box with my friends because I, this is my like, th- these are my like, this is. I call it, I mean, we are like a little theater troupe, you know, so very supportive, very loving. So if you happen to come and I'm not in it, I will probably just be there and you can find me. That is amazing. That is amazing. Now, we do have to talk a little bit more about Hairspray. Okay. Which I don't know if you're going to remember this picture, but I still have my picture with you at the stage door. That's OG too. I like, I know the outfit. So I know that that's like not when I went back in. Uh-huh. That's like between 2002, 2003. Look at yes. us. Yeah. Girl, we're so cute. Look oh at my me. God. I'm in my legally blonde face. Yeah. I had literally 12 juicies. I had a juicy for to come out of the stage door like every day because one day I came out like a total mess from my husband, who's my husband now. And he was like, you have to like, look good for these like people are taking selfies with or not selfies at the time we were just taking photos with me right. but oh my gosh oh my that's gosh. such a great photo I lo- I'm obsessed I oh my photo thank you thank you I came yeah, that day Instagram oh, that one's so cute yes it will be it will be shared it did come that day I remember I came to the show with my parents and I, they had heard so much about it and at that time I was working in group sales and so we all went to see it and they we absolutely loved it it was so great I love that it's so fun I and it's like I always say like my joke is always like I can tell you what the event was like how much I weighed what the event was and what I was wearing if you like tell me I can always like I'm like it's like I'm rain man for like weight and clothes so that's why I was like I could almost tell you like that's like probably like like April or March of 2000 and maybe 2003 like right yeah it's just like I can tell, like where that photo came from, what time? Amazing. Or two thousand and two, excuse me, two thousand two. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. So, so I do want to play a little bit with um, some of the song titles from Hairspray. Okay. So, okay. when have you woken up recently and wanted to belt out "Good Morning Baltimore"? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I love. Um, I guess. Okay, this is so lame, but my dog broke his toe. And literally, they he was in a cast for 10 weeks, 10 weeks. So I would say the morning that he was able to go for his first walk after we took the cast off, I probably was like, no, Baltimore, oh my gosh, because he was so sad. He's a big dog, so he needs to go on his walk. So I'll say that. I love that. And when was the last time you said, I can hear the bells? 
<laughs> oh, that definitely my son plays tennis and he won like a huge match and got a trophy and definitely for him. Definitely Aww. for him. Yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. And lastly, what has made you strut down the street saying you can't stop the beat? Well, I, as I said before, I saw Carrie Butler and Laura Bell yesterday. And when I tell you, we were strutting down the street singing. We were marching together, singing together down the street. And honestly, like I was like, oh, the three of us together are pretty iconic because every single person was like taking pictures, taking photos with us. They were like, I can't believe the three of you are together. Like I was like, I love Times Square and Laura Bell and Carrie Butler and me together in Times Square is it was pretty like no, I was not expecting that like as much so, but it was pretty awesome. Oh my god, that is incredible! And we did. We were singing. We're actually singing "Mom, I'm a Big Girl" now because that always makes us smile. Aww. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that song. Yeah, same, same. All right. Well, I always end my interviews playing off of the title of my podcast, "Bearing right. It All" with Call Me Adam. So, if you were to bear it all and reveal something that you have not shared in a previous interview, what would you share with me today? Well, I I have been direct I I direct a lot of musicals now or musical theater or musicals and I had just I just directed John Hill in his one man show, which everyone has to go see. So now I'm gonna plug John Hill's show. But um he does a one man show and um and he had done it and then I was like watching it and I would go and see John Hill because I love John Hill. Who doesn't love John Hill? And it's called Wellness Check with John Hill. And I was like John, I was like, last show you did this, and then this show you did this, and I he was like, do you want to direct it? I'm like, yes, let me direct your show. Um, and he's so amazing. He just did it at the Green Room Forty Two, and um, he's gonna come back and do it again. So good, so funny, heartbreaking. So John Hill, John Hill, John Hill. I love my John Hill, and and his new show, One Man Show, is incredible. He does it in LA. He did it in P Town. He's doing it in New Orleans next week, I think. So. Like, look up on his Instagram and you can see where his shows are. And, but I haven't talked about it yet. So I was, I'm was i excited to be able to talk about it here. Oh, very exciting. Yeah. I love that. Promoting friends is the best thing ever. Always. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that people think of actors as people who are like, oh, just self-centered. But like, if you ever went on my Instagram story, it's always my other, my friends and what they're doing. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time today. I am so thank excited. You. You're welcome. I love that picture of us together. That's so cool. It's like over 20 years old. I love that you still have it. That oh, really makes me happy. Thank you. Thank you. It's in, it, I keep it in my photo album of like all that. the stage store things I've done. So. so sweet. That's so great. You should put it in a book. Make a book of it. I like yes. a, Like a real book. Not oh, just like your photo album book. book. Like that. No, no. Like a book. How many stage door photos do you have? A bunch, I'm betting. A lot. So that's like a cool (laughs) book because it's like old. I mean, that photo is over 20 years old. So I suspect from just being with you for 30 minutes that you might have a lot is what I'm saying. Yes. Maybe that will be my next book. I I am in the process of writing a book about uh, all of my interviews, not all of them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a handful of them. So maybe that could be like my next book. It could be some kind of like picture book or something. Yeah, Dave Giorgiani. That's not yes. what it is, but something like but you that. Know what I mean. Yeah, I love you. that. Thank you for that even idea. If someone st- even if someone started now, it would take too long. Like, but clearly, if you have that photo accessible, yes. I'm, I'm betting you have a ton. I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was that person. Good. Yes. Good. 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 Yes. I love it. 
and I everybody thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And everybody listening and watching, make sure you come see the Exorcist. It's at the box and I will have the ticket link on my website and come see Marissa in the show as a guest star and definitely check out Emma Hunton and it's going to be a great time. And I can't wait to go listen to it on Spotify right now. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him at all. Look for the business of show. Call me Adam.com.